Good afternoon, everyone. Um, thank you for your uh, patience. So um, I'm from Aubergine. I guess you would have seen the presentation that my colleague Jeremy did earlier. So uh, we're from uh, Aubergine, obviously the same company. So I'm just going to give you a presentation on social media in terms of actually getting started. So it's from a clear slate. You've never been involved in social media before. So this presentation is about how to get you started explaining the benefits and how it can benefit your business. So, social media. Can I just get a quick overview of how many people in this room use social media? <laughs> and can I get an idea of how many people use it for work? Uh, yeah, just for work. Oh, so the main consensus, <laughs> the main consensus, I think, that most people use social media in this room for personal entertainment, fun reasons. I think it's a general. So, what's all the hype? What are all the buzzwords about? So you've heard about hashtags. This might be slightly uh, new to some of you. It might not be to others. But um, there's various terminologies which I think. Uh, in social media, if you're not in it, you know, or not already using social media, then they might not sort of mean anything to you at all. So if we want to define what social media, everyone goes, oh yeah, social media, social media, but what actually is it? So it's an online engagement of conversations of people of different interests, um, but the main difference being is that it's using technology to talk about your uh, discussions and interests. So discussion, interaction, engagement, place to hang out online, share news, ideas, opinions, and it's not about just giving your latest news and updates, but you can also give your opinions on specific topics. An extension of your sales team without overheads, I sort of talk about without the overheads, but obviously if you want to engage in social media, it's going to take time, and time involves money. Is it really that important to get involved, involved in social media? So just as a, an outline, social media in general accounts for, all, for a quarter of time spent on the internet, and over seven hours... Uh, for each user in the UK, they spend over seven hours per month on a social network. Largely Twitter and Facebook, I think. So then moving on into the, the world of business, 40% of companies are using social media for uh, a business, additional business marketing channel. Then only 5% of companies don't use social media at all. So the reason why I'm here today is just to give you a few tips on the main channels that I think you should probably get involved with if you haven't already used it. So B2B or B2C or B2C and B2B. LinkedIn. Does everyone know what LinkedIn is? There's no one here that doesn't actually, because I still actually hear people that don't know what LinkedIn is, but I'm guessing the nature of this topic, this uh, conference is that most people do. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, 
blogging and YouTube. I'm putting Facebook very slightly towards a B2C because most people use it for sort of consumer personal reasons. But Twitter, blogging and YouTube are used for both business and personal. So Twitter, how many people are on Twitter here? It's actually quite a few. I've used to seen a few people at the back using Twitter already. So. <laughs> Um, a micro-blogging platform, so micro meaning you get a certain amount of text available to tweet about. But a lot of people, you know, friends or whatever, they just say, oh, you know, I don't really get Twitter at all, I don't see the point. Um, but a, a recent description or sort of definition of Twitter the other day that I heard was that Twitter's like walking into a room full of conversations uh, and you pick your conversation and you talk with people about that conversation. So if you walk into that room and you stand in the corner and don't talk to anyone, no one's going to talk to you back. So it's exactly the same for Twitter, but just online. 95 million tweets written each day, probably going up every day as well, at four, a rate of 4 million tweets per hour. And it's actually the most popular channel used by organisations as part of their social media strategies. Twitter can be used more than just about yeah, news and updates. You can use it as uh, a tool for customer service. A lot of companies now actually have their own uh, Twitter profiles specifically for customer service. So benefits of Twitter is that it can generate more traffic to your website. I'd say that's the main thing, uh, the main benefit of, of getting involved on Twitter. Whenever you tweet, you include a link to your website or a website, so obviously you want to put yours, um, and you can drive people to a particular web page on your, on your website. Um, so then as a result of that, you can drive people to perhaps a new product or a new service or something where you want to sort of drive more leads to. Custom insight and intelligence. If you've got web analytics on your website, you can track how many people come to your website from Twitter. Customer satisfaction. You can start engaging in conversation. Search engine ranking. So if you... Uh, engage in Twitter, it's, it's uh, going to increase your or sort of influence your rankings on search engines. Um, if you want more detail on that, I can give it to you later on, but that's as an overview. The more active you are on social media, the more it's going to help your uh, search engine rankings. Loyalty, customer, customer lifetime. Um, if you've got people following you on Twitter, and you're giving them regular updates on different news topics or a sort of a series of news uh, stories, um, they're more likely to sort of stick with you and become part of what you're, you're trying to do. And that goes for engagement. <coughs> Increased brand awareness. Um, on Twitter, it's got a sort of a similar search function to you know, search engines. So if you were searching for a particular uh, keyword, and one of your tweets in contained a keyword, then that user searching for that keyword is going to see your tweet, and then hopefully they'll start following you because you're of relevance to them. 
customer recommendations, positive ratings and reviews. You can ask your Twitter followers to write a review on your website or give you their feedback on a particular product or service. So Twitter is more than just tweeting about taking the dog for a walk or uh, what you had for dinner. <laughs> um, so there's an awful lot of things. Obviously, I'm not going to go through every single one here, but it's just a few examples, or quite a lot of examples of what you can actually do with it. Um, customer service, I've mentioned. Um, you can use it to generate content on your website. So you could have uh, a, a Twitter feed on your homepage. I don't know if some of you probably already have that. Um, so it's real-time content that's being uh, updated on your website. And it's content that you don't have to worry about because you're already doing it on Twitter, so it makes sense. Um, yeah, driving direct online traffic, you can drive people to specific pages. Um, crisis management, if, you've, if your website goes down or there's some issue uh, within your organisation, then you can tweet about it and let people know straight away. So Twitter lessons from other people. Um, got a couple of um, airline examples here, um, mainly because they use Twitter very well for customer service. Um, so be open. Don't be afraid to apologise if you make any sense. Social media is all about being sort of personable and putting a face to, face to a brand, so to speak. Uh, be accessible, in other words, be uh, online and available to your Twitter followers when they are. Um, this person here actually tweeted a question to, I think, yeah, Delta, asking what their baggage allowance was, and uh, Delta got back to them straight away, and even though it was sort of two o'clock in the morning, I think, or something. Um, obviously, not everyone can stay up and tweet at two o'clock in the morning, but um, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> um, be personal, don't behind, hide behind your brand name. Obviously, you're going to have a, probably a Twitter profile if you're using it for your business that's using your business name, but there's, there's still no harm in saying actually who's behind doing all the tweeting. So this person here's just said they're off on holiday, they're going to hand over to uh, somebody called Rob. So it, it's just about being personable and uh, approachable, I think. Join and create Twitter, Twitter chats. So you might have heard of hashtags. I don't know if there's a hashtag set up for the conference today, but hashtag is basically putting conversations of one topic all in the same place. By If you tweet, you'd use a hashtag. So today, for example, if we tweeted, you might use a hashtag that said hashtag beg book transfer, all one word, and then anyone here using that hashtag would see everyone else's in one feed. So it's a way of joining all the conversations about one event or when one conversation in one place. But again, if you want to ask me anything specific about that, I can go through it later. So getting started on Twitter. Set up and customise your Twitter profile. Always make sure that you've got uh, an image to go over your profile. If you don't have an image, it's quite often thought that you're a, a spammer, so always put an image with your profile, as you would with Facebook or whatever else. Um, 
give information on who you are, so don't just put your Twitter profile, but you know, information on who you are, a link to your website perhaps. Then the next step would be to start following and observing some other people that you might be interested in um, and seeing what they tweet about. And then you can start sort of engaging and having conversations with them. 140 characters or less. I say or less because you're only given 140 characters of space. But if you want people to retweet, in other words, re repost what you've just written or tweeted, you want to give them a bit of room to sort of write a comment and reply. So that's why I say or less. You can use URL, URL shorteners, so rather than having a really long URL, which takes up a lot of space, you can use shorteners that do that for you. Hashtags have just been through. Um, and then be careful not to just tweet continual sort of broadcasts. You actually want to show that you're having conversations with people. And then you can add different formats of multimedia, video, photos, um, something called infographics is quite popular these days. It's sort of a way of putting stats into an image that people find useful. So I'm just going to give you a quick demo on a tool that I use called um, TweetDeck. Does anyone use TweetDeck? Okay. TweetDeck's the, the tool that you can use instead of the actual twitter.com website, because I think that's not very user-friendly, really, if you've never used it before. So I use something called TweetDeck. So if you go to tweetdeck.com, uh, you can get set up on that either with a desktop or you can use it on a, a web browser as well. So... <laughs> Right. So this is the sort of uh, the dashboard for, for TweetDeck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? Who said that? Yeah. So um, this this here is all all my all my friends that I'm following. The next one is a column of all the times that people mention my profile. The next one is all the mentions of Aubergine, our organisation, Twitter feed. And then I've got a column here searching for the term Begbrook. So I suspect Callie Robson? <laughs> so Callie's at the back there and there too. Uh, <laughs> so, so in this instance, we could use a hashtag we could have sort of, you don't have to, there's no way to officially set one up. You just include it in your tweet and then other, other people will pick up on it. So we could have done hashtag begbrook transfer, all one word. Mm -hmm. And then w there would be a column using that hashtag and all the conversations in that feed. <laughs> so, so for some, for, for, you know, for a fairly small conference like this, you know, it's not necessarily... Uh, you know, it's a good thing to have, but if you're at a huge event like something at Earl's Court, for example, and there's just hundreds of people there, you'd have a feed of all these people uh, chatting away. You know, you can sort of meet, meet, you know, new people that you haven't come across before and discuss, you know, the same topic. Um, so I'll just do a quick tweet, perhaps. Um, I can work this out. 
Right, so I just tweeted. So anyone seeing that now in my uh, followers list would see me tweeting that. So I've got sort of 300 odd people following me so that now my 300 followers will potentially see my tweet. So then people can reply and um, I'm not sure anyone will. But um, So you can also post, uh, if you're using TweetDeck on your phone, you can post images uh, or videos even. Um, so if you're in an event, you can take a, a photo of your phone, add it to your tweet and then straight away it's up there. So... I'll just carry on now. So, next channel I'd like to sort of recommend that you get started or continue with is blogging. So, blogging is about creating key content. They always sort of say uh, content is uh, king. So, it's about creating some really good content that you can use as a link from you know link to it from Twitter, from Facebook. Um, and that people want to read and come back to and share. So the benefits of, of blogging for your business, it adds a bit of uh, credibility. So if you're blogging about um, topics that uh, require you know, a good amount of expertise, you can show that in your blogs. Brand awareness and visibility. Um, again, having a blog helps your search engine rankings. The more often you add a blog to your website, the better. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Positions your blog as a resource destination. So people want to come back to your blog to get useful information. So if you're adding blogs about you know, top tips and advice or white papers as part of a blog, um, people are more likely to come back and visit your website. You can direct them to other pages on your website as well. You want to provide differentiated content as well, so content that puts you apart from your competitors um, and adds different opinions and points of view. Again, blogging, you can put in videos, you can add or embed videos from YouTube, um, uh, graphics, um, and it develops new relationships. If you're driving people to your blog, you can encourage them to write comments and feedback, and then you can start discussions that way as well. Provide timely content, so content on a regular basis. Don't set up a blog and then not use it for six months down the line. Use research, uh, research and use keywords, rather, so the more keywords that are specific to that blog, blog article, the better. Link out to third-party websites. So don't just talk about your own, uh, you know, your own content, but you can add opinions um, and links to other websites. Post on a regular basis. Spread your content. So that means adding it to as a link from your Twitter feed. Engage with readers. That means. Uh, you know, discussing through the comments section. And then don't just use a, a blog to, you know, that's done by one person in the organisation. Perhaps you can get different people from a different team or department to write on a regular basis or sort of every month you could use a different department. You could get guest bloggers. If there's a, somebody leading in your field, 
you can invite them to write a guest blog um, and that again will attract interest and get people more coming back to your website. So I've got some examples here, e-consultancy, you might have heard they're sort of digital gurus, um, Spittoon which is uh, part of 23andMe which is a US sort of genetics uh, organisation which set up and sort of funded by Google so that's worth having a look at and then Sophos which is online security uh, organisation they've got a good blog as well so Facebook um, you're probably wondering why Facebook's up here if it's to do with business but you can actually use Facebook for business you can connect and share with people in your life but it's people within your workplace and working field as well. But as an overview, Google, uh, sorry, not Google, Facebook is the second most visited site in the UK after Google and accounts for 20% of all time spent online in the UK. Um, in 2010, more than two thirds of companies in the UK were using Facebook as a marketing channel. So I suspect that's probably gone up by now. That, that's the latest stat that we've got. So the overall benefits of Facebook, again, it's all about creating awareness and driving more traffic back to your website. Allows you to express personality, so you could post the link, you know, you could post content about what your organisation is doing, but you can post sort of images about different employees, what they might be up to, so it's again about creating a bit of personality and a, a face to a brand building relationships so you get to get new fans from different places search engine visibility and again you can showcase your expertise in the field by adding different types of content um, I'll go back to one in a minute but you can add different sort of feeds through from LinkedIn or SlideShare which is a, a presentations uh, channel that you can feed through to your Facebook so you can add presentations or white papers onto your Facebook but getting set up again if you want to get into Facebook it's uh, the best to create a page not a group so there's two different types a group is actually limited to 5,000 uh, fans so after that it's it gets a bit difficult um, so that's why you need to create a page the group you also need to approve all the people that want to join it so you don't want to be continually approving all these people um, add your company information so just who you are in the information section that you'll be given when you set it up add a vanity URL so that means instead of being facebook.com one two three four five it's facebook.com University of Oxford so it's more brand awareness and sort of credibility overall so you, you probably won't be able to get that set up until you've got 25 fans or more. Uh, yep, okay. So um, you can customise your Facebook. You can create a sort of a splash landing page to encourage people to like it rather than just the standard wall that you get all the time. But you, so you can uh, get a lot more creative than you actually think. So I'm just going to quickly move on to Facebook for B2B or Facebook within a, B2, a business context. 
Um, you can provide industry updates and insights. So I've got the examples here. Um, there's an organisation called HubSpot. They've added a SlideShare app to their Facebook page where you can add in presentations. So if you're going to another event or something, you can upload your presentations. Um, E-consultancy, they've uploaded white papers. Again, it's linking back to your website. And then Dell for business. Um, they, they're quite creative um, and, and done a sort of splash page specific to them. So it's again, it's adding a sort of differentiated Facebook page content. YouTube. I think everyone knows what YouTube is. 70% um, uh, is accounted for all online videos um, at the moment. UK web spenders, web users spend 240 million hours every month watching YouTube videos. <coughs> and is actually the fastest going social network in the UK. So again you can customize your channel you can add your own background to align up with your website so there's sort of similar branding um, you can upload your keywords um, so it's more uh, visible when people search for different videos or different content you can upload in any format you can do hd or different file formats so it's very versatile subscribe to other channels so perhaps sort of see what your competitors up to by subscribing to them. Um, you can embed, as I sort of mentioned earlier, you can embed YouTube videos into your blog. Um, you can add links to your YouTube page to, from your Twitter feed. Um, but the actual ideal, ideal video duration is probably less than two minutes. People don't actually watch more than one and a half, two minutes. So it's probably not an awful lot of point in creating a video that's you know 10 minutes long because people just aren't going to watch it and again get your message out there by sort of putting the link on different channels as much as possible a uh, quick quick example here by Pfizer that's a, a pretty highly customized YouTube channel and the one here from uh, T-Mobile um, you can watch it probably later on, I can give you the link, but um, it's just sort of demonstrating that you don't have to have uh, a video that's been done in a proper editing suite or something. You can do videos that are still very easy and sort of uh, e quick and easy to do without them being, you know, a lot of money spent on them. LinkedIn. So there's 5 million LinkedIn users in the UK. 1 million companies have a LinkedIn company page. So it's not just about having your own personal sort of CV, so to speak. You can have a, a LinkedIn page for your company. Um, and just an example here, there's over 12,000 members of a, a network here. So you can create different networks and groups where people of you know, the similar industry can discuss and ask questions. drives traffic back to your website, adds cred credibility, so it's another avenue for people to go and find out more about you other than your website. And you can increase your visibility by connecting to further people for a similar field. Um, again, that's through joining groups on LinkedIn or um, just 
adding uh, as much information as possible about you and your company. And again, it's not just about your own uh, profile, but you can go and find out information about you know, all the people and what, how they're using LinkedIn. So demonstrating there that uh, LinkedIn is a, a global channel. So set up your personal profile, and then once you've done that, you can set up, if you haven't already, a, a company page where you can add, you can even add um, uh, your own products, uh, different products within your LinkedIn company pages, so you can uh, be very customised. Uh, research and connect to other users, so you can use the search function as you do on other social media channels. Join groups, discuss, start discussions within those groups, and you can also create events. So if you wanted, to, we could have done a sort of event creation for this uh, conference um, and invite people from your LinkedIn profile to that event. So, um, pretty much there for time. Any questions? <laughs> I've got some slides here at the end that sort of got takeaways and some useful links and things like that. So. I'm sure we can provide a copy of the, the uh, presentation. Yeah. You can view uh, YouTube or, or read blogs without enrolling. Can you do that with any of the others at all? Um, some, like Facebook, for example, you have to like the page to see all the content. Mm -hmm. But if you want, you can always unlike it again. Oh, I see. <laughs> you don't want to be uh, continually bombarded with their feeds on your Facebook. Thank you. yeah. But you do have to be a Facebook. That's what I meant, yes. yes. Facebook user, yeah. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Any other questions? I just ask, if you, if you set up a company page on Facebook, can you get any kind of analytics from it? Yeah, Facebook have got their own um, analytics called Facebook Insights. So that's got all a lot of useful stats on there. But you can also link it up with your Google Analytics or your web <laughs> analytics package that you're using and track it through that. So you can add customised tracking to your website that will track uh, visitors from any social media network. And, and I know when you look at setting up a company page on Facebook, because I love to do it for a charity yeah. that I was involved with the other day, and very quickly it starts talking about Facebook markup language and jibber jabber. <laughs> yeah. is, is, is there a simple template or you know, a Facebook pages for dummies book or, you know, because like, that's where I'm at. Yeah, there's a lot of, I can give you some links actually if you give me your details, but um, there's a lot of, um, Facebook itself have got a lot of um, sort of Facebook for marketers or Facebook, so I can give you some specific links. Yeah. But it's worth noting, you don't, to do the basic stuff, you can link in and hook into apps without FBML or anything like that as well. It just won't be customised. You need to know FBML when you're actually creating um, customised, you know, kind of really bespoke interfaces. Yeah, I just want to put the mission, vision, yeah. values, that, that, that events, and get pictures of people yeah. having social fun. The good yeah. thing about Facebook is you can put in as little or as much as you want. So if you want to get really complicated and add all, add in all this customisation, you can. But there's nothing to say you have to at all. Well, you can add in the basics. Pull, pull off a bit, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, given the time, I think we better wrap up there. So, Anna, thanks very much. <laughs>